Hello, and welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 13. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently streaming on Netflix. So you don't have to. This week we'll be talking about Hellraiser Revelations, but we've got our first guest. Yay! Sir James Skoski is joining us here on the podcast. Hey, everybody. Hi, James. Hi, James. <laughs> How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm, well, I'm good. <laughs> We're all suffering a little inside yeah, our yeah. hearts. <laughs> so James that is a, a good friend of the podcast and has been a good friend of mine for a long time. But uh, you want to introduce yourself? Just, you know, who yeah, are you? Well, hi, um, I am... I don't know. I'm James. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> same as Evan. We went to the same like middle school and high school. We didn't really meet until like almost the time where you graduated. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it was later. And then I would say the horror thing kind of started when like you would just be over all the time. And I had like the collection of DVDs. They were all just sitting there, you know, and then every once in a while you'd be like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, we could watch that. Or you're like, let's watch Friday the 13th. And I'm like, no, I have better movies you can watch. Like, <laughs> Like, I need to show you Suspiria. Like, we'll prioritize that later. And then, uh, I don't know, like, then I just, we just started watching franchises. Like, especially Friday the 13th, when we finally did start doing it. Like, I just, re- you really got into it. And I was just like, oh, I'll show you this other thing. I really enjoy showing new horror movies to people. And now I have a Jason tattoo. Yeah, that was one of the first things, I think, when I first met you. Yeah. You, you, or you just got that tattoo because I told you to go to that place mm-hmm. and get a tattoo. <laughs> so, uh, James... What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, well, I would say technically it's probably Halloween, but that doesn't mean anything when you say it. Like when you're like, oh, I love Halloween. I'm like, yeah, so does everybody. So I don't know. Like to give a better uh, idea is like the stuff that I really like. Love the Chucky movies. So like there's a little bit of personality there where you could kind of see. Yeah. And then I really love like Suspiria and, you know, stuff like that. Halloween, I think by default, right? Yeah, it's like, it's that good. Yeah. But again, it doesn't mean anything. Everybody likes Halloween. You know? I don't. <laughs> oh. I have that horror opinion. We've already uh, That's why this. we have this podcast, <laughs> so we can fight about it. <laughs> so guys, um, this is... Folks, this is a new level of fuckery. It really is. <laughs> this is a shit show in every sense of the word. It's probably like the worst we've done, right? It's yeah. Probably. It's one of the worst movies I've ever oh, seen. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that means that means something because we've seen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've seen some really bad movies. I think Black Christmas two thousand six is still my <laughs> default for the worst thing ever committed to film. Yeah, yeah, it makes me angry too. Yeah, like, yeah, when I think about it. But this is like it's down there. <laughs> this just yeah. I think I think I mean it's also the shortest movie. Ever. Ever it's, made, maybe? Yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> but it still I, I feels way in. too long. Like it, Yes. <laughs> but at an hour ten, like, how could you even tell a story in an hour ten? Like, that's you just... Know what, you know what the solution is? Some, some would say they didn't. You don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> so, what happened here? Okay, so I do... Okay, so I do know what happened. Um, and I do... And I have a very brief, like explanation as to like what happened in the series because just by chance before like this podcast really like you know like got started i started watching all of the hellraiser movies in a row to get ready for halloween like i love watching franchises before halloween so i just watched them like all back to back all nine you know because that's what you do yeah 
<laughs> and so I eventually made it through all of them and I got to this one and this one just like, I mean, it's like jumping in cold water. Like it, it just like, it, it, it was like, what the hell happened here? So I looked it up and I have a couple pieces of information. So Dimension is the studio that owns the rights to this movie. <laughs> and they found out a few months before their license expired that they needed to make a sequel to the 2005 movie they made. Or they're going to lose the rights to the series. Oh, no. Literally three weeks later, they had a completed movie. <laughs> it's yeah, this, well, The it entire shows. production of this movie was three weeks, 11 days shooting this movie. Wow. So make no mistake. Wait, no, so wait, it was in the can in three weeks? Like In the can. In three, in, <laughs> it, was in the, it was in the can, ready to go in three weeks, start to finish. Oh, my God. So... And another couple of things to note is some of the people's reactions to this movie, namely Doug Bradley, who played Pinhead through parts one through eight, all of them, he came back for every single one of these movies to play his character, and he declined this one because he said they would not do a second draft of the script. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, no, nah, I'm going to pass. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with this movie. And then when they released it, they put on like I think the DVD box from the mind of Clive Barker and he had something to say about oh. that and it was and I quote I have nothing to do with this fucking thing they claim it's from the mind of Clive Barker it's a lie it's not even from my butthole <laughs> oh my god that makes me respect Clive Barker so much so he liked it uh, a little bit more than we did I guess maybe <laughs> I mean, just knowing that this was a three-week movie, yeah, there is nothing redeemable about it. It makes no sense. One, it makes. I sense. mean, there's no like. I know Liz usually tries to find something good. Nope, not this time. I'm not <laughs> no, gonna do there, it. No one I'm not gonna do tried. It. So before before we get into the revelations in store for us, um, <laughs> our last episode was Hellraiser. This is Hellraiser Nine. <laughs> Do you have any uh, insight? What did we miss in Hellraiser's 2 through 8 that might help us unpack this movie? Well, <laughs> very little to help unpack this movie. I would say... <laughs> this movie's unpackable. Yeah, I would say the, the thing to note is that you guys sort of left the last episode saying like what you wanted was a little more of the Cenobites and more of that world and whatever. 2 is mostly that. I mean, there's something... I think on a personal level that I hate about two that like ruins the whole movie for me, but two is largely like an appreciated movie. It just expands the lore and who these people are and who the Cenobites are a little bit and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's, it's, you know, like the last one that people really, I think enjoy three is when they decided to take Pinhead and make him Freddy Krueger. And I don't think there's any mistake about that. Like he's quipping away. There's, they make a new, they make new Cenobites and one of them has like CDs in his head and he throws CDs like ninja stars. What, what year was that? Do you know? (laughs) I do. That was 92. Of course it was. Of course. That makes so much sense. I love that. And then, so 90, so the next one after that was 96, and that one is interesting because it's an Alan Smithy movie. And that's important because the guy tried to do this whole story of, like, spanning centuries of, like, this, like, family that's tied to the, the box and, like, tracing it. And I guess from whatever happened, the studio stepped in and it just, according to him, like, butchered the movie. So it's, it's sort of like you could see it tried to be really ambitious and then it didn't work. So that's the first four. Those are the only ones that were intentionally written as Hellraiser movies. 
the next four are movies that like got pitched to dimension and then they're like you know if we add pinhead to this it'll get noticed <laughs> and surprisingly enough the first one of those um that's actually, five what, what? yeah part five actually kind of works part five is inferno 2000 it actually kind of works like it 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 doesn't mess up the movie as much as you would think it would it's it sort of doesn't feel like a hellraiser movie but it kind of works and then the next one yikes it stars duffy the beeper, beeper king in new york uh just just noting that that he is the star of the movie and that's that's another one that like Kirsty's in um and i don't know then the one after that is called hellraiser deader which Dead-er? is the one I, like Dead-er. more dead like more dead okay <laughs> but it's just actually clarifying. the name of like a cult for the hellraiser people they're called deaders it, i don't know that's the one i remember the least it's pretty boring and then the last one had lance hendrickson and that one's just a, a lovable mess. I don't even know how to down fame. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a disaster. And then when you finish it, you're just like, oh, this made no sense. It was insane. And it was ridiculous. And that was 2005, Hellworld. And, uh, you know, that was the end of the series until this one came along. Unfortunately. So this movie, yeah. this movie starts with the title card, which is Hellraiser, colon, Revelations, but Revelations is italicized and slightly bigger font. And I think that's a good that it felt right off the bat that like this is what we're dealing with is no quality control. Mm-mm. Uh let's just well, slap then, some words on a screen. And then smash cut to found footage. Oh, my favorite. Of two <laughs> shitheads. Oh my god. I listener, please don't watch this movie, but I want you to know that the plan is to get your dick wet is like the fourth line of this movie. Oh yeah. Could I, there, could, there, did you catch their names? I did. I, cause you know, I stopped paying attention very quickly and realized it. So I had to go back and watch their opening bit, <laughs> like probably five times. Like, unfortunately had to witness this five times, <laughs> but I didn't know what was going on. I was like, who's Nico? Which one is that? So two, the same two boys, me. Nico Bradley and Steven Craven. Is that yeah, a reference? Both named after. Yeah, oh, both are references. Oh, okay. Because Doug Bradley, famously Pinhead, who had wanted nothing to do with oh. this movie. They're I like, thought, oh, we'll little, just name a character after him. I was a little, I was be, like, don't name drop Wes Craven like that. Yeah, don't try to you, be a real movie. Yeah, how dare you? Immediately. Movie? Like, he, two people who would want nothing to do with this. <laughs> Let's name all of our terrible characters after them. So it's found footage of these two boys. They're going to Tijuana. Tijuana. To Tijuana. Get pussy. To get pussy explicitly, and that's them, all they talk about. One of them has a girlfriend, which I already could figure out, and I was like, "These fucking assholes." They want to get their knobs gobbled, <laughs> and they're making this movie for Stephen Stephen Craven's mom. Oh yeah, yeah. They're oh, they are they immediately are. I, the least likable things. They are. I wrote. I already want them to die so bad. Oh my god. So yeah, and it's found footage, and then cut to Nico kneeling in a. Yeah, circle I, wrote, candles. I wrote smash cut to the box. <laughs> yeah, <basically. laughs> because it's the exact scene from the first movie. Exactly because of the can't because like why would there be why would he be kneeling shirtless with candles? Oh, because that's what Frank did in the first one. Yeah, uh, not to mention that again. I hate found footage. <laughs> Nobody does found footage like this because they're like zooming in and out at rapid speed and like jerking the camera every which way it's like oh you forgot that there was a cut where their car gets stolen so whoever oh, yeah whoever it is who's filming whips out the camera whenever something terrible is happening and is like i should film this like their car gets stolen in mexico yeah 
Dude, and and that idiots. doesn't matter. It never amounts to anything. No. Uh, At all. They never Already need a car so again upset. the rest of the movie. No one drives in this movie. <laughs> you know what? It's actually a major plot point later that there are no cars. It's um oh, very confusing. You could call it a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> that might be I'm going to have something credit. to say about that later. I do too. Oh, God. Um, is that all that we see until we cut to this unrelated dinner party happening? Yes, because the, ce- the scene is like, what does it do? And Nico... Ni- yeah, Nico's the like the qu- qu- major air quotes hot one, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, so Nico—he's the, he's the leader of the two. Because yes. like Stephen is like like the wormy guy. Yes, yes, and and Nico's the hot one because he's got like a sexy name like Nico yeah. and, and so, attitude. Exactly, a bad attitude. So he's like, I think I figured it out, and Stephen's like, show me, and then Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser. Fuck it. I'm sorry. Pinhead. <laughs> Pinhead. Pinhead comma shows Hellraiser. Up. That's his, his job He's description. The is Hellraiser. The Hellraiser shows up and is like, "You open." Yeah, Centibite shows up. <laughs> and then there, there's a scene, and then it cuts, and it's no longer fun footage anymore. No, because it zooms out, <laughs> and Mrs. Craven is just watching this on the handheld camera. Oh, so somehow that's right. She recovered the camera yep. in a duffel bag full of plot devices. Yes. Yep. And she just goes and watches this, like, whenever yeah. she's sad about her missing child. A duffel bag full of plot devices is the way to put this, because, like... <laughs> and I'm going to point out that this, and this bugs me, I have now seen this movie three times. I'm so sorry. That yeah. is terrible oh. for you. Three hours of my life I'm not getting back. <laughs> <laughs> but they never mention how long it's been that they've been missing i wrote that down that ever, made me so angry ever. it could have been like entire... 10 years and we would not know because like it, it seems like they've just been gone forever yeah but also we, the the movie the only time frame we get is we know that they hired a private detective who i assume found again said duffel bag of blood devices <laughs> <laughs> so yeah okay so cut to mrs craven who's sad and they have the puzzle box for some reason and they have this video camera and they've got um, Nico's parents over for dinner, <laughs> as you do. And my favorite character, Emma the sister. Yeah. In which, immediately, it just starts being like a, a Sisyphean exercise and exposition. Because <laughs> they say things like, you never talk about it. I want to talk about it. Why aren't we talking about it? You hired a PI, right? And like just like throwing darts of, please... <laughs> Tell me yeah. something. Like I also mentioned because so we got we got Pinhead in the first five minutes of this yeah. movie. You know what I mean? Like they 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 cut to the scene where they summon and then they almost directly quoted, You summoned us, we came. You know? <laughs> and make no mistake, they will reuse so most bad movies like pad out their movies or like driving scenes. This reuses that scene three times oh my god it was the mo- i was like i've already watched this garbage don't make me watch it again but yeah, it ha- three t- in a in an hour and 10 minute movie it reuses the same scene three times and it's important to note because while they're expositing in a in a dinner table pinhead can hear them through the box like it's a fucking pokeball i like- thought he was like in the basement i was like where is he like where- no he's inside the box i guess yeah, so I they'll be talking not- in this house and occasionally just cut to pinhead walking back and he's forth saying- like, like listening to them talk with the dialogue like playing <laughs> with over with a it. mysterious Cenobite Which, with nails in his head. He's like baby Pinhead. Yeah, Pinhead Junior. I, I wrote. I wrote. Yeah, I wrote shitty little Pinhead Junior. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, 
so just in case you were wondering, in the other movies, no, they can't hear you like it's like it's a fucking Pokeball. Because <laughs> like, look at even the first one. Like they didn't know that Frank got away from them. Right. And then when she told him, he was like, "No, he didn't." Like they can't hear you. No, it's, they're pretty like, clueless not, in the first one. They're like it's not, not miked. Like they're in another dimension or something. And then the only other like vague thing that kind of happens in some of the other movies is like people can kind of become a Cenobite kind of under certain conditions, which are very extreme and very selected, which is important to know because we got shitty little Pinhead Jr. Yeah. <laughs> Who's becoming just a like... Cenobite just via Pinhead shoving nails into his head. Yeah. Right. That's all but that's not, happening. But not just a Cenobite, just a Pinhead. At least the other ones had identity. Like they yeah. became like their own <laughs> twisted form of torture or he whatever. Is pinhead He's Jr. just a little Pinhead. <laughs> little <laughs> just... Pinhead Jr. Pinhead son. It's so, so bad. So it, it's interspersing with this these two dumb families fighting, and Emma, the daughter, um, who looks like Brie Larson a little bit. She is bargain bin Brie Larson, totally. Yeah. Um, like, this is one of the most infuriating things. There are so many infuriating things. But she finds the video camera, which she's not supposed to, and again, she's never watched this footage before. How long has it been? What's going on? How did she just, just come across it sitting on the now? floor of the room. Exactly. Like, they're like, where did you find this? And the mom's like, or like, or like Emma's like, you know where I found this. Yeah, on the floor of Steven's fucking room. Like, So she's watching the video camera, right? And then it cuts to scenes in Mexico, so it's like flashbacks of filling out the story, but she's not watching the video, like... They have the video it's camera not the in found the footage scenes. one. It's no, not I love that. It's like it's Isn't it found both? footage mixed with like other shots. It's because both, yeah. With but someone she else to with the, the with a but film she reacts camera. to the other angles that she can't see like she can see them, <laughs> which is infuriating. It's insane. Like she, I, <sighs> that's I'm a good so way. Mad. I'm so mad. It's so frustrating. And so what's happening in in Mexico? What's happening is, is they're becoming worse than they already were. Well, they're becoming, like, psychopaths. They're horrifying. <laughs> they were just shitty men the way that men are shitty. Right. They're just escalating to higher levels of shittiness as time goes on. Um, they kill a prostitute. <laughs> well, I want to back it up, because there's a line here that kills me. And, I mean, you don't have to speak Spanish to know this is a bad line. So they are picking up this Spanish prostitute. So they're, they're going to Mexico. She not be a prostitute. Well, we find out later that she was. Was she? Because I thought was, that was what Nico... Or Steven says, because he's like, oh, she's a prostitute. She, well, how much she? But it's just because he killed her. I don't think there's any other reason she would sleep with these teenagers. But No, Nico's yeah, but she can Because she can't communicate with them, which is important to note, because they're going to Mexico. <laughs> they speak no Spanish. None. And then, and then they're badly saying, like, terrible, like, non-Spanish phrases to you, like, what's your name-o? And stuff like that. To which she replies, no inglés. <laughs> which... You don't have to speak Spanish to know. That just means no English, which is not Spanish for I don't speak English. She can't even speak non-Spanish Spanish, which is ridiculous. So she's fluent in no languages. <laughs> this is my this is my thing. I don't think she has to be a prostitute to sleep with Nico. No, but she's letting them like paw her. Yes. Like buy there's her lots, drinks. Like, there's a lot going there, on. No, no human being would tolerate this. Can we also unpack a moment here, which is... That Nico calls himself Bob for no reason. He says, this is Steven and I'm Bob. <laughs> he gives Steven's real name, but not I, his I, real name. And it's not addressed again. It doesn't matter because she doesn't speak English. Very good point. She just heard Bob Steven. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Yep. And then they kill her. Presumably well, by accident. Nico kills her. Nico kills her. Maybe I by accident. By, I don't think by accident. 
it, because of what because of something very dumb that happens later. I'm going to explain. I don't think okay. it's by accident. Okay. I think he has sex with her. Emma is watching her her boyfriend from a camera angle she can't see because Steven has the camera and is passing out and throwing up in the sink. So the camera is pointed into the, the drain. Yeah. And then they're having sex in a stall in the back of the bathroom. This disgusting bar. <laughs> oh my God. They're like... It's so she's reacting as if she's watching this, but like she's just basically probably hearing it. Regardless, this is awful. They then they like wake up, like after having passed out. We don't really see that. It's just like again, quick cut to what I guess is the next morning where they're like vaguely sober and and they're like, oh god, you killed her. And he was just like, oh, then I'm gonna delete this footage off this camera. (laughs) To which Nico was like. Don't. It'll keep us on the same team, which makes absolutely no sense. Zero sense. Zero. Because <laughs> it would only incriminate Nico, <laughs> and he's just like, no. The, the footage proves that you're an accomplice. No. The no. footage proves that Steven no. passed out on the floor. <laughs> and then <laughs> and woke whatever up and happened, she was already dead. Well, <sighs> you know what they oh, do to boy. gringos in Mexico. That is what he said. If they even have courts in Mexico. Just just so you know, if they have juries in Mexico. (laughs) The the next day, they've also started using words like gringos and puta, which they they didn't... Oh, he does say that. They didn't speak any Spanish the night before. Steven goes like, oh, she's a prostitute. Oh, puta. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, my God. To be fair, they do learn Spanish over the course of the movie because at one point... Well, we'll get to that. Uh... (laughs) Oddly, like they are just like getting better at Spanish, but again, no sense of time. It could be days. Do they have phones? It could be years. Do they have cell they phones? They have to. They're both. We haven't set this up, but they're both like, like kids who are running away from like very rich families. Yeah, right. Like so, like why? so they they definitely do because at one point, like Stephen's like, well, Stephen mentions like he's gonna get like who wants to like get wired money to go home or something like that because like it's you know too much what has happened. He's like, I'm done. Well, yeah, they're they're in Tijuana, <laughs> uh, and again, Nico's like, "You're not going anywhere, man. Yeah. We're in this together, yeah. and we're gonna keep this footage of me killing someone because it'll keep us on the same team." Yeah, so they're That's sad. How sense works, and then it goes right back to the family expositing, and it goes to a moment that I, every time I saw this moment, it makes no fucking sense. So the family is huddled around in a cir- on the circle on the couch, and they're like. God, why did they like? Why did the two sons leave? Like they abandoned us. Like they had everything going for them. And then, so I di- differentiated the two dads as plaid dad and stripes. Yep. <laughs> so like they look the cause, same. Because because yeah, regardless, like fuck their names. Like these characters don't have names. No. You know. So so plaid the, dad and, and stripes the wives are like are blonde talking. wife and brunette wife. Yep. Oh, they aren't even plot devices. The wives are props. <laughs> They say and do nothing the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes very apparent at the end. But Stripes, who is Nico's dad, um, was like, oh, we, you know, he was just like, oh, like, uh, I don't know why they left. Did did they say anything? Did Emma break up with Nico? And Emma, like, walks into the room at this moment. And then she was like, oh, and then storms out as if... <laughs> said something horrible and i was and then the what one of the moms uh plaid dad's not plaid dad's wife stripes wife was like nice going and i was like he didn't imply anything other than maybe he has a broken heart and he retreated to mexico and then she goes outside and she sits alone and then again they audio only they flash back to the scene where the cenobites get summoned and then second time they used it and i was like this is worthless this 
these interactions are like you're watching The Room. It's, it's like aliens talking to each other. It's I wrote, really bad. I wrote this out too because you're right. Emma walks into the room, presumably <laughs> for a reason, hears like the second half of what this guy is saying, and then turns and storms the fuck out. And yeah. it's like, oh God, we need Emma in this scene. Like, let's just have her like walk in and then walk out. Not realizing that makes no fucking sense. And like she he was calling like her a human. tramp or something like that, which he didn't. He implied that she broke up with him and broke his heart, which is not a... That's what happens. Like, that's not an insult. Like, I just... I, no, it's like that he's, like, blaming her for the, their disappearance. But and isn't that, Doesn't she say something like that that's, like... She doesn't say anything. She me. goes, She goes, ah, and storms <laughs> out. That's what happens. It, for, it, it felt, I think, in the moment, like, he's... He's, they're trying to put it off of themselves. That's all these people do is like... Oh, yeah, they're trying I'm to... Nothing sh- is their responsibility, I'm sure so that's what the script fault. was going for. But it, this actress... Emma, none of Emma's actions make any sense throughout the entire well, no, movie. She needs to be in rooms to hear dialogue. That's like yeah. her whole thing. But I you're acting like the other that. characters' actions make sense. Emma's is the ones that makes the most, I think, out of anybody, and they mm. still don't make sense. We'll see. They we'll still get into don't it. make sense. I have, I have some things to say about her. So can we talk about what's happening in Mexico, seemingly concurrently the way this movie's fucking edited? Yeah, just, just to explain to people who haven't seen this, half of this movie is flashback, and the other half is real-time family dicking around on a couch. And half of that flashback is <laughs> no. found footage versus regular film. Yeah, yeah. Literally, <laughs> literally... Not just digging on the couch. They're walking in a group from one side of the house to the other. They're just and like moving. For a they're second. moving. Well, then, yeah, they're afraid of outside. The couch. Also, Stripes sometimes tries to light that cigar and then doesn't quite make it. He tends to smoke that cigar so many times. So, in the flashback, a homeless man, a mysterious homeless man, the vagrant. The vagrant. Oh, that's the other word that Stephen uses is vagrant. That's that's apparently what he's called in, in I don't know if he's in two through eight, but that's what he's oh, called wait, in the movie. Does that mean no. Stephen shows up first? Wait. Yes. Oh. No. Yes. yes. No, they're yes, both, yes, yes, yes. no, it when when the vagrant happens, they're both sitting there in, in a strip. No. Like strip I meant Stephen showing up in real time. I think he does that first. Yeah, that happens. okay, because that happens right when she goes outside after she's upset, after they replay. Should we that reset scene. this for the listener? <laughs> so so she overhears that she possibly broke up with, with Nico. She storms outside. She's sitting alone staring at like their glorious like mansion house. And their pool. Yeah, and then they replay the audio from that earlier scene. And then smash cut to, hey, everybody, it's Steven. <laughs> he's back. And then, she, and then she comes, she's like, he's like hobbling in. And like they bring him in and they're all like, you know, the kerfuffle of. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck happened? Our son yeah. is back. No, yeah, actually, Nico's parents are like, where is my son? Oh, yeah, they don't yeah. They don't care at all. They're like, uh, so where's, where's, hey, hey, Steven, where's Nico? Where, uh, where's And he's son? mumbling some and nonsense he's like about, well, no, he's mumbling some nonsense about, like, a I vagrant. can't go back. There's, yeah, uh, he mentions the word a vagrant, and then, hark, a vagrant. <laughs> That's what I, <laughs> I can't go back, they're gonna find me or something. And then somebody's like, do you think he was kidnapped? Like, <laughs> yep. yeah, probably. I, I do, I do think that. And then, and then this is when, a lot of the my biggest problems with the actions of these characters start happening because even the first time I saw this, it didn't make any sense to me. So they're like, oh, like, let's go, like, call the police or something. And Emma's like, the phone line's down. And they're like, let's call on the cell phone. And then, then Plaid Dad's like, no, you can't call on the cell phone. There's no service out here on top of this giant mountain that we live on. Um, that's why we have a landline. So then they're like, let's go to the cars 
And then I think Stripes mentions that the cars are missing because he goes outside <laughs> to go check on the cars. The cars are not there. And then Plaid Dad's like, there must be a home invasion intruder. And then they all get ready for this as if this is a thing. It's not a thing. They get a gun. They get a gun. Yeah, they, they do I, get a gun. I wrote down a note to myself. What do you, What does it mean the cars are gone? What? <laughs> well, there is a shot where he walks out to the driveway. We see half of the driveway, which has no cars, only stripes. So what then, <laughs> is the is? Are we presuming here that Pinhead vanished the, the car? No, he didn't. Steal, Pinhead did not get in them and drive them away. Like Pinhead has the power I wish to just did. like poof the cars away. Or did Steven and Nico steal one of the cars when they went to Mexico and the parents forgot that that happened? <laughs> they forgot. Oh yeah, we don't have a car anymore because they took it. That can't be what happened. No, because because Stripes specifically checks. I made sure that happened. Because it makes no sense. The reaction is well, like, they're reacting like this is like a home invasion movie and somebody just made a move presenting that there's a home invader and we need to be on lockdown. No, that doesn't happen other than the cars just aren't there now. Which, which could have happened for any number of reasons. Right, no. Home so it could have been be stolen like, because the, somebody could have stolen them. Like, that's what would normally yeah. happen with a home invasion, right? That's what right. we're used to no, seeing. No, the cars have vanished they're, in the air. They're gone. Oh, yeah, because the home invaders would be gone with the car. <laughs> Because otherwise they walked. They took the cars. So this. this wait, 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 wait. Here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. They say this. They say like, okay, we don't have phones and we don't have cars, and then we just like accept that as reality for the rest of the movie. I think they reference the phones one more time, but they're just like, oh, we we got it on screen. Uh, that's why they can't do anything else. Uh, just remember that viewer. Yeah, and it further explains why they're further on lockdown, being like holding the gun and just huddling around it room to room again. Yeah. They have doing no nothing. other proof that there's a home invader at all. Yeah. There's just nothing. Well, also, exactly. Steven just showed because it's, up. Because it's, it's pointless. Like, it, when, when characters react like this, you're just like, that's not what I would be concerned with right now. Oh, my, one of the missing sons return and he's like, oh, I can't go back. Let's go check to see if the cars are there. Like, <laughs> why would you even think to do that? So, in Mexico, this is a flashback that happens at some point during this. Keep this as simple as possible. Nico and Steven are sad. They're at a bar. The and, I, vagrant, and I want to point out, the extras in this bar, definitely not from Mexico. The two guys watching the stripper look like like they are the members of White Snake now. Like, they have, like, long white hair. They're clearly white. There's, like, lots of people in this bar James, that are, like... James, A lot of people go to Tijuana! Yeah, so they are... To get their dicks wet, as this movie tells us. To get their knobs gobbled. Well, stop saying that. That is the start of this movie, though. Like, that's that's how they get us used they to They reference this. donkey shows several times. Oh, they do do that, Oh, yeah. many times. So anyway, the vagrant The vagrant gives them a puzzle box, says... Oh, no, 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 hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going way too fast. This clearly vagrant man comes up to growl whisper at them and is can like... We, can we stop calling him a vagrant? That's not a normal thing to call name. him. That's his name. That's his name. That's his name. That's his name. In the Hellraiser series, he is... The Vagrant. It's the same Vagrant that we talked about last week who turns into a except, skeleton dragon at the end. Except it's not because that guy was from Morocco and had an accent. <laughs> right. This guy is just like, ah, but that's, that's, yes, you want a puzzle box. Ah, like, he is terrible. the Vagrant. <laughs> and I want and I, and I, and I to just point out that, like, again, just comparing just from the first one, like, Frank, like, like, seeked this box out. And I think that, like, adds something to the meaning and how, like, the first movie worked was, like, like it's like this box is the potential to unleash hell, but like 
all of these characters in that first one seek it out. They want this box specifically. These two these two characters don't even know this exists. They don't want it. When this vagrant comes up, Steven's like, whatever you're selling, we're not buying. <laughs> and the vagrant's like, take it. Like, Yeah, you, it's already yours. You what, what, um, is, what does he say? Do you remember? He says, he says like, it's better than sex. Um, and like, he goes like, like, like really like what do you mean he's just like sex has limits so does murder yeah and nico's like what do you mean by that man and he's like i've been watching you for some time nico and i'm just like at this point if you had no idea what this box was and this guy walked first of all if this guy walked up to any normal person you'd be like no thank you and then if he tries to give you a box and being like i've been watching you take this this is yours and i want no payment for it (laughs) No. Yeah, one Just, no I for want, it. I, I like, want to give it to you because you deserve it or you and it's, it's something it's better about than you. sex and murder. So they take it. Is this where we see for the third time uh the same scene of This is, but I want to point out the most insane line in the movie. And this means something. But I wrote it down word for word. So they they don't have the camera right now. Like they're just they have the puzzle box and Nico's of course in that stupid rip off from the first one. Got candles. I don't know where he got candles in Tijuana because he probably didn't bring them. But (laughs) (laughs) he took off his shirt and he's now kneeling down with the puzzle box like he knows what this is. Like he's seen the first one. Maybe he has. (laughs) He watched it. Yeah. And he's like, Steven, go get the camera. And so this is like line for line. And and Steven's like, no, I'm not shooting another thing. And then Nico replies, what if something whack happens? What if, what if, Steven? Do it for the vine. What if something whack happens? What if something whack happens? And you know what? Something whack does happen. I know we've seen it twice already at this point of the movie. (laughs) We've seen exactly what happens. Something whack happens three times. Further cementing that (sighs) there are no stakes and no suspense in this movie whatsoever. Nope. Because we know what happens already. Yeah, it told us right away. Yeah. Even if you magically haven't seen any of the other ones, and you stumbled across this one and you had no idea, you still already know what's in the box. You know what happens. We've seen this. This is... Nope. It's oh, whack. Do you know the other um, other good line from this exchange? Another retort from Nico to Steven. Quote, Your parents cut your balls off at every single turn and you just sit there and take it. Yeah, because Steven wants to leave. And he's just like... Come on, man. You were always weak. And then Steven's like, oh, yeah, I guess. And it's like, that's all it took? Oh, no. You are weak. You have, like, no will of your own. It's insane. That's all it took for him to not, like, like, get the fuck out of there after Nico has murdered someone and is about to do something horrible with some box that he got from. Of one of the vagrant signs that I loved, which is that he's like, you you boys in this bar smell like privilege, and they're like, we do not give me that box. Like it's so no, it was more stupid. like because he, he, he growled, he growled whispers, which is preposterous because they're in a bar. So, Bars are loud. Yeah, so he's just like, not this bar. You boys smell like privilege. privilege. Like, come on, really? Like really? This bar is pretty quiet. It's like uh, it's like it's it's quiet on set because it's like five a.m. and they're just at like a terrible strip club so in america definitely not to you <laughs> so then we we're back in 
I don't know, the, the suburbs, wherever these people live. Of of California. Yeah, Probably of Orange County or something. They're rich people. Like, yeah. They're really rich. So we're back here, and uh, Emma has a hold of the box. She... Well, so I want to say the line there, because I think it's uh, uh, Stripe's wife. They're like, what you got there, Em? And she's like, puzzle box. <laughs> and they're like, where'd you get that? You know where I got it. Same answer <laughs> yeah. as the video camera. <laughs> Like, you you know where I got it, and they're like, I, I get, yeah, yeah, okay, the puzzle box. So then Dumb she's, so then literally she's got the puzzle box in her hands, mm. and she's sitting at the table, and she's like massaging it. She's really oh. got, and this is where oh, we yeah. like see that she's, she's got something going on with stripes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've all got, they've all got complicated romantic relations with like this whole fucking incestuous thing that's going on. Oh, don't act like families. they set that up. <laughs> They did not set that up at all. Yeah, you're... <laughs> oh, no. I think they did. She... Emma is like... She doesn't care where she gets it from. She is just going for it at all times. And so she's got the but, puzzle box. And she's essentially, like, masturbating with it. She's, yeah, like, stroking she, the top of it. She's, like, rubbing it. And Stripes is, like... Literally, like, there's a part where, like, he looks down her chest. Because she's wearing, like, a shirt that's, like, that cut in the middle. And it's got, you... like, a wire in the middle of it. Yeah. yeah. It also so, like, didn't the... sit right on her. I was, like, the wardrobe of this movie was not It's sort, it's sort of like a vest that has nothing underneath it. So, yeah. like, the middle of her belly and, like, cleavage. That makes it sound like, sexier exposed. than it is. It's not. Oh, it's, because it's because not. it doesn't, like, the wire that goes up the middle is, like, weird. It just looks so strange. But she's, like, the sexy one of the movie. So she's massaging the box. And Stripes is like, I don't know what to do about this because I want to do it, but also it's not appropriate or whatever. Because my wife is in this room, in the room and used to date my son. Like, <laughs> Well, and also, like, I think Emma's mom is in the room and is, like, looking at him like, really? Well, Emma's like, mom yeah, breaks it up. Here. Emma's mom is like, stop it. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she just gives him the anymore. eyes because she, of course, has, like, one line in the movie. Oh, yeah. So, Not an important one, just a line. Yeah. So then she gets oh, to say something. And at this point, also, I forgot to say this. Emma has already turned the box. Mm-hmm. Like she's already done the that thing where you switch something and something happens. When she did that, like thunderclaps and like, and it's like it's literally <laughs> like she turns it and it's like boom and the whole house like freaks out. Everyone screams and runs away. And then in a mass, they run to another side of the house. Ten minutes later, she's still like. What does this box do? I wonder what it does. I mean, oh, it just wants to open. I was like, did you not? If you want but- to be serious, if you want to be serious, I think this answer is one of my questions from last week, which is, I was saying, like, does the does the puzzle box teach you how to use it? Does is there something like that is supernatural about it? I think there clearly is the way that she's playing with it, and it's playing on her specifically. It, it makes like, her feel a certain way. Yes, it knows what you want and is and is trying to give it to you. I think that that is true of the puzzle box but the the part that just doesn't connect for me is this like everybody in the first movie when they when they did something they would see the results and be like i'm not gonna do that again or like <laughs> oh i understand that this box does something i now. actually i feel like this is a stage of like child development that like you learn that actions <laughs> have consequences or have object permanence and if she yeah. put down the box and then picked it up again she was like is this a new box <laughs> Kind of. She's is, why it, it's the almost like there I wasn't a before? second draft of this script. I know. <laughs> almost like. So that's where I was just like, okay, this this script, we've reached a point here where I can't believe anything or make any note or under or expect to understand anything because this is a box we just saw have semi catastrophic effects, and she's still like, 
oh my, oh, I, it wants to open for me and I want to open it. And just the most perplexing thing I've ever seen in my life. So th- this moves right next into another level of insanity because when she leaves the room, she's now, so she's not going to bring um, this, like she's, she's tasked with bringing like a bowl of soup to Steven, who, who is her brother. It's that scene. Which, which is important to note because she's all hot and flustered from, you know, trying to attack Stripes. She is, she goes into, um, <laughs> she goes into the room and um, Stephen is asleep on his bed. So she decides she's going to sneak a sip of that soup wait, without him. Wait, <laughs> didn't they already have dinner? <laughs> they I did, but Stephen hasn't. Already, because the reason that he's in the bed is because he fainted. Oh, yeah, because Stripes was going to beat some answers out of him. He was just like, where's Nico? And they're like, they're just, they're just like, come on, man. Like, he can't give you any answers right now. Plaid Dad is like, hold on, man. Like, he's this, practically not the time. Like, like unconscious. he's unconscious. <laughs> and I'm just like, what were you going to do, Stripes? Like, beat an unconscious man to get an answer out of him? Yeah. Like, He clearly <laughs> is not of his mind at all. Like, he's just muttering. Like, he's going to be like, oh, by the way, Nico's in the car. So Emily- like. <laughs> Yeah, the car that the intruder like hard down the mountain. Emma brings him soup, mm-hmm. and she she sneaks a sip of that soup. Oh to yeah, which Stephen's like she sneaks a sip <laughs> of that soup. She does, and I'm like, and he's, he's like, doing? he's like, you trying to drink my soup? And she's like, oh, and he like sits up, and she's like, here, this is for you. And he like so sexually, and they're the already soup. flirting. And I like to be the least tiny bit fair to her. He's not acting like Stephen. Like if there's some sort of like. If her eyes were closed, she'd think it was, you know, like he's he's acting super weird and not <laughs> yeah. like Steven. He also just came back from being disappeared for X number of days and like <laughs> they haven't seen each other in forever. Right. So he keeps saying things like, oh man, you're so beautiful. Like, I really missed and you. This is when I was like, how long have they been gone? Was she like, yeah. was she, she like 14 why... and now she's 16? Like, yeah. I just did not know, I don't know. how long like, they've been gone. She's like, why did you leave? Was it because of me? And he's like, no, it was not because of you. <laughs> Stuff went down that I couldn't tell you about, and we had to get out of here. <laughs> and, God, they're fucking which lives. is Which is ridiculous. Then, and then... They start kissing. No, where? No, 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 no. no. They don't start it kissing yet. It builds even more than that. It does not. There's a long point oh, where they're does. gazing it, to their eyes. And then she drinks a little bit more of the soup, and he's like, oh, you got a thing. And they're like... <gasps> rubs his finger yes, across her lips and then does. licks it. He gets the soup out from the corner of her mouth in a sexy mm-hmm. way. And then like licks it like, oh, tastes so good. They're brother and sister. They are brother and sister. <laughs> then they start making out. Then... He puts his hand immediately in her shirt. Oh, like, yeah. There's no... he His lips touch hers and then his hand goes right in there. The worst boob grab oh. of all time. If you didn't already hate this movie, it is fucked right up <laughs> like oh are we sh- so so this is happening simultaneously to the mexico stuff yeah so the mexico stuff so back in mexico yeah because um, that's how months, this is how the months this is how the movie ago, is maybe it just goes from scene of progression forward to flashback for a really long time steven is picking up asian prostitutes in tijuana and <laughs> Murdering them. He's beating them to death. That there's two Asian prostitutes in Mexico. <laughs> Why aren't they Mexican prostitutes? Oh, my God. They had, they had like, two Mexican extras in this entire <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. And they're like, oh, um, what do prostitutes look like? Are they Asian? 
<laughs> yes, they're definitely. Let's have Asian prostitutes. They I clearly, certainly can't tell the difference. They clearly shot this in West Covina. Like, <laughs> I just. Oh I mean, this like all of these like Tijuana scenes are in like a warehouse. Excuse me, like, where, where, where? Tijuana. Tijuana. Thank you. <laughs> so he's got. The, oh. He's picking up the prostitutes. He is speaking Spanish to them. Yeah, because he knows how to speak Spanish now. Yeah. Um, and he's like trying to. He's trying to fuck them, and uh, Steven's like, "Kill them and give me blood." <laughs> Nico. No, no, no. Nico, Nico, Nico says that. is He a, pops like out of the floor. No, he pops out, out of the, the box. box. He, no, he pops out, out of the out... bed. He's like in the no, bed. No, 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 no. The first no, 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 time he's right. in the it's, box. Because again, I wrote down like, it was like, he's like talking from inside the Pokeball again. Because he's yes. just like in the room. Like it's mic'd. And he's Gotta just Gotta catch like, them all. That's <laughs> what like it is. Steven, he's, like inside, he's inside the box. I can't think of anything parallel that happened in the first movie at all like this. No. No one picks up anyone for sex and then murders them. No, no. definitely not to give like blood to bring someone back to life. <laughs> no, in exactly the same fashion. So the first one he's just trying to have sex with. And then Nico is like, he gets goaded kill into her and, and I'll come back to life. So then Steven I, does it. And then Steven's fucking another one. And then she has a baby, so he doesn't want to. And he's like, I can't do it, man. She has a baby. And Steven's like, you're still so weak. And also, then goes to I've choke her. I've never heard anything sound less like a baby in my life. He's like having sex. With, he's like about to kill this woman. And there's this noise. It's like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? And then it was a baby. And I was like, do you not have sound effects? A real baby? Couldn't... There was a real no, baby. No, it was like but... on a soundboard. Like, yeah. They just had like, oh, this is a baby sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like someone who'd never heard a baby was like, this is probably what a baby sounds like. Well, because they couldn't hire a baby that could like cry on cue. Exactly. Just, they right. they, they like, didn't want to provoke no. a baby into crying. They only had three weeks. <laughs> so, back in the house. No. Do we have anything else to say about Mexico? Uh, no, because no, we just... did we did both of the two Mexico flashbacks like back to back because it's spread out. Because again, we got to keep cutting back to this. So we go back to the house, and you know, Emma and Stephen have just done their thing. They're like fondling each other, and then she gets freaked mm-hmm. out and she runs away. She runs into the room. Okay, mm-hmm. Stripes. No, Plaid Dad has the gun. Plaid Dad has the gun. Yeah, he's outside. James, you take this. Yeah, so, is he outside well, just moping? No, 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 no. So Stripes is like getting real hot and heavy. Like he really wants his son back. He's like, there's an intruder outside and like we he's have to drunk, check. Isn't he? Isn't he like yeah, drunk oh, yeah. at this point? Like, he's, he's like, give like, me the gun. And like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, give me the gun. And Plaid's like, no, you're drunk. I don't want any accidents. And, and then Stripes is like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and then he's just like, well, we better check to make sure that like there is indeed an intruder out there. The one that we've been prepared for for the last hour. And Plaid Dad's like, yeah, couldn't hurt. <laughs> And if this was any other horror movie, that you would be like, this is the dumbest thing you could do. But in this movie, you're like, God, just anything. Just yeah. <laughs> give me something. And then they go outside. Nobody there. So they turn around and they start to go back in. And then they somehow, I guess they turn around because Stripes finally gets his, you know, cigar lit. Yeah. Vagrant is standing there. <laughs> the whole real he's, point of this movie. He's just standing there quiet. Him, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God, this part. And then they just start, like, taunting him and being like, this is private property, so we could shoot you. That means it's, like, legal to shoot you. you (laughs) We can do whatever we want. So Vagrant doesn't go away. Because apparently apparently they're in Texas now. I don't know what's up with that. No, they're in Florida. It's standard ground. (laughs) So they just straight up shoot him. Vagrant goes down. And then, I don't know, I guess they... He comes right back up, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, they get close enough to him for him to, to hop up. And then just like slice open Stripes' face. Oh yeah, <laughs> he sculpts cuts him, him right open. Right? Yeah. 
I want to point out right now, this is not the worst moment of this movie, but it's one of the ones where I was like, nobody's paying attention. Because what happens is they shoot the vagrant, they cut to inside, Emma's asleep on the couch, and she wakes up to the sound of a gunshot. Which means she was just making out with her brother, got fondled, went went out in the living room, fell asleep Took, on the couch, a was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to bed now. And then wakes up to the sound of a gunshot, as if none of that had ever happened. So whoever was or as ending if this hours had gone by, as if this is like no, 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 no. It does not matter. She just was followed by, by her brother, and she liked it. No, you no, think she's like, no, no, I'm going to go unconscious no, no, right no, no, now? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like the the implication is, oh, this is much later. Emma's gone to sleep, but it can't have been that much later. It's been like 15 minutes. But it's been like three whole flashbacks. So, like, who knows? That's true. They all just sit there in silence while the flashback was happening. Exactly. Waiting for it to end. Exactly. So that's that's what happened. But she wakes up to the sound of a gunshot, and then, you know, Plaid is dragging stripes in because he's scalped. And the vagrant is is running away joyfully with skin in his hand. That is what happened. Why did that... This is is important. Why did that happen? (laughs) Why is the vagrant there? I have have, have an answer for you. Okay, please. Please tell me. It's called padding. This movie <laughs> would not have made the runtime because it, it probably had to be a feature-length film, right? It Which had is to be what? Like Does it have length. to be exactly seventy minutes long? No, there's th- no way this was even in theaters, though. So, like, no, but like, it probably has to be like a full movie in order to like be considered like a, like using the franchise, I guess. So, they like, to get the right. They only made it seventy minutes. You know what's insane? <laughs> Extraordinary Tales is longer than this. Yeah. <laughs> That's not oh, even yeah. a movie. This it's five short a, films. This on Netflix shows up like it's an hour 15, but there's a five minute credit sequence. <laughs> what did they show for five minutes? That many people can't have been involved That's in this. That's what I'm saying. They had no extras. Like All of the <sighs> fine people that worked tirelessly over the course of three weeks. <laughs> three. <laughs> in any case. Because there is zero reason other than for him to give them the puzzle box, which there's even other ways for them to get it. They already have. There's no, re- there's no, no, no like, reason for him to oh, be in the originally. movie. Originally, the vagrant doesn't have to be in the movie. Why is he? Why is he in California? Why? <laughs> oh yeah, did what he is, walk? <laughs> what is, no, yeah. he took the cars. Like, uh. what is he using that guy's face for? Like, what? What? <laughs> he, is he not only the bringer and taker of the box? Like, why is? I don't. I don't <laughs> there isn't an answer. There, no. There is not I, one. It's just so. So endless. do you? I think what happens next is the whole Steven reveal, right? Yes. Yeah, so the the last part of the movie, which feels so long. Hours. I'm, it feels like it's such so a long time. Painful. And it's, it's only it's, like Steven presumably minutes. wakes up uh, also to the sound of a gunshot and is like, here's he, my cue. Know he was asleep. He might have just been sitting there staring at the wall. I want to I want to point out that he is in pajama pants like um like you know like pajama pants and like a white sleeping shirt i guess which is important because he's supposed to be intimidating oh yeah we're supposed to be real scared of this guy (laughs) he looks like kind of macaulay calkin-ish i feel like that's sort of his vibe i meant to say this earlier um because there's this movie tries to get gross at points the scalping is one of them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um demon nico when he's asking for blood is one of them oh and we didn't even mention knockoff, like, chattering teeth Cenobite. Oh, we'll get to the Cenobites. We can talk about them all together. He's around, isn't he, though? They're all in in the proverbial basement. But there's no reason for us... Throughout this movie, we keep seeing Pinhead and Baby Pinhead. There's no reason for us to see that throughout the movie. What I was going to say is, (laughs) this movie is, like, about as scary as an episode of Pretty Little Liars. Like, 
it's, it's ostensibly just, a horror movie, but there's like nothing going on. I'd write it's not scary. It's just disgusting. It's not disgusting because and they can't no- build suspense because they've already again let everything out of the box in like the first five minutes. Like you no. can't like you can't build towards the reveal of the horror or whatever when you top load it with this is the climax of the movie. We're gonna play it five minutes in. Steven walks in. Um, Intimidating as hell. I guess. Emma's like, hey! <laughs> we didn't just make out. And Steven's line is, shut the fuck up, little girl. Grown-ups are talking. They aren't, by He's the way. He's not, no. <laughs> this man is not a grown-up. They aren't, no, by also, the way. Nobody's talking. No one's talking. He somehow got the gun, too. Yeah, I have no idea how he got the gun. They, they yeah. must have just dropped it and he picked it up. They dropped it when they were handling the sculpting. Yeah, yeah. I guess. But you wouldn't see that. No. So he keeps all these people hostage for like seven hours, eight hours of like screen time? Oh, wait, no. It's oh, like no, 10 it's, minutes. It's literally so little time, but it feels like an age. If you, again, like it's hard to describe why this feels so long, but like if you haven't seen it, but it does feel like it's an entire final act of a movie. It's like 10 minutes. It's the last yeah. 10 minutes of this movie. Oh, yeah. And of, 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 we should say, they're all just standing in a room. He's holding them hostage with a gun. That's like it. They're sitting yes. in the living room. For the rest and of a, yeah. just to give you a mental picture, he is in pajama pants and he's holding this gun like Elmer Fudd. And he's like a 15-year-old, like, right? A 16-year-old? Like, no. I so mean, then he, he, starts, just... he starts revealing all of the family secrets that they all try so hard to keep inside. Oh. Like, so-and-so's having an affair with so-and-so and we're supposed to care. Like, we're supposed to be like, oh my god, these people are all sleeping with each other. But, like, who the fuck cares? Also, a big source of his angst is that, like, apparently this is a, quote, fucking shithole town. Like, you dude, have so yeah, much with, money. With your bland, like, monotonous life where you eat the same things every day and you do the same things. And, and fuck um, the same women. Yeah. and um, No, he's not. He's like, fucking his wife and the other woman. Like, what it was. This is the motivation from Scream done so badly. Yes. It's the Very exact. True. It's the exact same motivation of like mm, something happened with my family, and I'm now I'm not happy with it, and, and I'm, I'm bored, whining. and I'm like super that's bored. Not, that's not why they start killing people. That's why they right. go to Mexico, right? But, but, this, but that's their, a, their angst was always there, though. Like Nico, yeah, sure. Nico specifically, he was like, "LOL, we're going to Mexico to have a little fun," but he clearly had like he wanted to he run was away, fucked up. He wanted to like hurt people, probably. I think that he wanted to hurt people. He was he hurt I, that woman in the bar. I think so. And like, I think that's why the vagrant was like, I've been watching you. And that's why he specifically mentions like, this box is better than murder because it has limits. But like in something like Scream, there were stakes and there was a reason why it affected that character. In this, nothing happened. It's just like somebody somebody's dad cheated on the other person's mom and no one else knows about it and nothing happened. And he's just bored. He's just like, he's, he's, he's a white boy growing up in privilege. And he's just like, you people are so boring and average. And like, you'll just live your tiny little lives forever. In Southern so, California, again. Like, in, in a in mansion. A mansion. <laughs> and I'm just going to sum up the next five minutes of him just whining and complaining. Because the next five minutes are just summed up in one word. Wah. And then, and then yeah. we can just move on. Because yeah. that's what happens. Yep. So, it was never Steven. Let's just let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, yeah. it was Nico. It was Nico the wearing Steven's skin. Like I feel like I just watched a movie that was really similar to that. Could couldn't be couldn't be. It just feels like is... a familiar plot point. Listen, no. there was no incest in the first one, and there isn't technically in this, except for that there's a confusing element of like, 
like I said, he's not behaving like Steven. He's not even trying. He's I being guess. very Nico-ish the, the whole time. We don't know what Steven is like, like when he's not freaked out. He's a whiny baby. They both are. But Nico's just like a little bit angrier about it. And, and I so, don't think we've mentioned that none of these actors are good enough to pull this off. Oh, no. No, <laughs> absolutely not. It's, it's the acting nightmare. is so bad. But Emma, like, he's, that's, he's one of the, she's one of the people that he calls out when he's talking about what pieces of shit they all are. He's like, ooh, Emma, you want to make out with your brother? And it's like, but did... But she made out with you, and you're not her brother. So what? Are, what? What is the point of all this like incestual feeling? Is it like that she did want to kiss Steven? Is it that Nico is like not a good actor as Steven? So he's just being Nico, and she's attracted to her old boyfriend. You're putting way too much thought. <laughs> no, in this. I'm not. I no, want to understand you no, you if there's actual incest in this did. movie. It's important to me. No, I think I think it's just to like set up something that's a it's about to be mentioned and without that setup the movie would be pointless because there would the only thing that this movie has that's supposedly original is about to happen and which is they what? had to set it up somehow which is what Are we... get to it okay so after this reveal he's like he, he goes to emma and he's like hey open the box and i'm just gonna basically trade all of you miserable people in for my life um because i don't want to die yet and i want to keep murdering and having sex and he pretty much says that and and so he's gonna have he's gonna have emma open up the box and then just trade all their souls for his so it'll be you know a clean cut which i don't know how he knows he can do this i don't know how he knows anything about how this works um so the box gets opened and the movie implodes (laughs) is the best way to describe it yeah so pinhead Basically, it was like, yeah, I don't want Emma. I never really did. <laughs> so, like, the whole movie was, the entire plot of this movie was 100% of a waste. Oh, yeah. So, he's like, I never did. He kills Mrs. Craven, just because, you know, just because why not just slice her throat Which right Which one is open. she? Is she the hot wife? Or She's the, the brunette. Wife? She's okay, the brunette yes. that, that cheated on um, Stripes with Plaid Dad. Yes. Something so you'd only did... notice if you've seen this movie three times, that you remember who is who, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because because the two women have no lines. Yeah. We probably haven't mentioned them because they've done nothing. Yeah. Um. So she gets ripped open because why not? What a useless waste of a useless character. <laughs> <laughs> and then Stephen, as Penhead Junior, walks out, and they're all like, <gasps> "Real Stephen?" He was Penhead Junior all the time. I wrote that oh, down. Twist. Shock of a lifetime. <laughs> Maybe the real Stephen. <laughs> Was the Pinhead Junior we made along the way? There's a little Steven in all of us. <laughs> so, a little so, so that reveal happens, and I don't know. We probably saw it in a flashback or something because this is a mess. Oh, because he's so, stealing people's skin to put. That's what he nails onto his face to make skin for himself. So he's, oh, he's, he's not the pinhead. Fake, he's nailhead. He's I guess nailhead. that's what's really. And he's covering. He's not just sticking pins in himself. He's nailing. Wait, is the vagrant giving him skin? Face. Is that where the skin is coming from? Yeah, yeah, because he takes skin from Hot Wife and <laughs> nails it to movie. his face. And they're like, they're like, Stephen, don't, Stephen. And he's like, shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm baby Pinhead now. He doesn't say that. He says nothing. He says nothing. But he, the, the idea is that he is no longer Stephen. He has embraced his Cenobite. Well, they quote, they quote Buddhism at one point where he's just like, birth is pain. <laughs> You know, because like, just like you do, they do, which is terrible. And for and then, some reason, there's only one other Cenobite in this. Yeah, it's just Chatterer. Yeah, but it's not the same one. 
It, it, we'll go into that, but it's a female chatterer. Is so it? it's the head of chatterer with a female body. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. That is it's so <laughs> ridiculous. I hate that more than I've ever. This hated is anything. so lazy. Oh. Speaking of lazy, this Cenobite torture room dimension they're in is so bare. They couldn't even fill it up with smoke. They couldn't fill it up with props. It just looks like a room that has like a couple stakes on it. And then like and that people spinny wood it. thing that's in a lot of yeah, the yeah. classic the wood thing that spins yeah, yeah that has skin on it <laughs> spinny wood thing but is it's in the it too. emptiest fucking room like it get couldn't some look cheaper no it couldn't look cheaper and, and, and I know that like Pinhead is not good in this movie I'm not I'm not saying that he's good but like it's really apparent watching the other ones that like this isn't like Doug Bradley playing it and it's just like. It's just worthless. Like, it's just... It looks like someone bad. dressing up like him. That's yeah. what it looked like to me. was like, it yeah. looked like a younger person, like, dressing up like It's Halloween. Head. It's Halloween costume. It looks like a Halloween costume. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it looks, like, really clean and weird. It's <laughs> really weird. So... And he doesn't have to, the, like, presence. He looks like a child to me. Like, not a child, but, like, he looks like a teenager or, like, a young adult. Yeah, he doesn't have any screen presence or, like... Like, that ageless feeling Yeah, like, of grandeur yeah. to it. So, get back to this. To end this movie... It, so so miss craven or not miss craven miss bradley dies i guess and then um she gets stripes is like is like dying or dead or i don't know it, his face got ripped off he's Who like cares? not really a factor in this so they're gonna get nico steven and they're like no like you're gonna be tortured forever Mwahaha. and then plaid dad is like no no one is gonna kill nico except me and then just shoots him and Pinhead is pissed. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, I could have tortured him for like literally eternity. Like, wouldn't that like, have made you like, happier? Like, what the He's fuck? like, you have no idea what I could have done for him forever. <laughs> you just shot him. And because of your petty nonsense, I'm going to kill your wife. You stole my you. joy. Yeah. I'm not going to kill you or torture you. I'm going to kill your wife. Bacow! And then they just start ripping her apart with Hooks chains. Hooks in her face! Yeah, Classic like Hellraiser. another movie that we, we we might have seen. You know, <laughs> Did that where the climax uh, was Hooks in the face. I don't um, remember. Yeah. If they would have quoted Jesus wept, I would have lost my mind. I know. <laughs> I would have been like, that is... <sighs> so, and then they're like, oh, I don't want Emma. She'll come looking. I know her. She'll come looking for us because she is so twisted and dark. She's going to come looking for us later. We don't even have to get her That's right now. That's the other thing I had to watch several times. And the I, ending? And I, no, when he goes, he goes, the seed that was in you is germinating in her. And I was like, what is he saying? I was like, did he, as, did he impregnate her with like an evil as, demon as, baby? Like as I was. Pinhead twirls his mustache. He, like, literally does, oh, yeah. he literally does. He like does this swirling thing with his cape. He's like, you have him, you have impregnated her with evil. And I was like, li- literally, but no, not, no, not literally. Not literally. Just that Emma has a seed of evil inside of her that will someday grow into an evil vine. And do it for the vine. Do it for the vine. <laughs> do it for the evil vine. And she'll come looking for uh, Pinhead. For and, the Cenobites. Yeah. And, and the ultimate pleasure pain. And so this Classic movie Emma. just... It ends. Just, so they, everything just ends. All Cenobites and everything just goes, sucks back up into the box. Cue like the five-minute credit scene. <laughs> wait, wait. What first happens is Emma is laying there, and then she stares into the camera, smashed the credits, implying that she's going to come back and we're going to get more of this story. Hellraiser to Revelations 2. Well, there's another one coming out next year. Oh, no. Did you see? Did you see who is in it? No. Heather Langenkamp is going to be in the next movie. 
Why? No, girl. I don't know. I'm going to say this. One, there is no way it's going to be worse than this. (laughs) Two, it can't be as rushed as this. So it has to be marginally better. Like, this is bottom of the barrel for everyone who hasn't seen this. This This is the most, one of the most, like, not just bad, but, like, unpleasant to watch movies. I agree. And this made me love Hellraiser. Like, that's the thing. Like last week, you all heard me. I was like, nah, I don't know. Now I'm like a classic, yeah. a literal perfect film yeah. made by angels. And this movie is angels utter garbage. Or demons? Angels and, and demons. To and some. To some. It, it really, like, it really does. Because like, again, like I've had, I think when everybody sees Hellraiser for the first time, they're going to have like a very strong reaction to it. You can't finish that movie and be like, it, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, it's know. it's you, bad feelings, but at least it's feelings. Yeah, and there's artistry and like effort in like a statement oh, yeah. or something that's trying to be made. It's not maybe like it's trying to express oneself and like do a thing, and whether or not it fully makes it there or not, you know, whatever. It's really good for for what it did, and it created the Cenobites, which yeah. as we deeply yeah. respect. Our biggest criticism of it was there wasn't enough of the good thing it did. More Cenobites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, and like. It, it, this one really made me feel like, wow, I appreciated what little, like, of the lore we got in the first one mm-hmm. of, like, that people come to seek out the box. Yeah. Because when someone just shows up and drops it on you, you're just like, oh. Like, and, how, and it completely how... negates what we said last week of, like, there's something so cool and interesting about having to having to seek it out and make the choice where yeah. you kind of deserve, like, what happens to you of, like, when Frank seeks the box and he opens it because he he Mm. knows how he clearly put in the research of like this is how you summon the cenobites what happens to him is deserved and like a twisting of what he wants yeah with nico and steven had they done any how do they know how to do this they don't care (laughs) about this box they don't know like it's just so lazy and useless oh it's so and there like there's so many things like we said that like when they do the same thing but badly it just makes you think like wow that first one like the little things that it the li- little things like make it like maybe a flawed classic like as as Hellraiser. Absolutely. we've been talking a lot about the things that make no sense with regard to like plot and script mm-hmm. and not so much formally like again from a directorial standpoint this is a fucking disaster of a film there is no narrative consistency no. there is no like i mean like the shots are bad i mean the acting is bad the light. Okay. I, I, I didn't bring this up. It looks like a soap opera at times. Like I'm going to bring this up. The first time Emma speaks, and this happens through a couple of times throughout the film. I bet you our audio is better. The audio keeps clipping as if she's like has a mic, like like she's in a play and she has a mic strapped yeah. to oh her her chest, and like and it peaks and it's like too high. And they're like, well, they obviously couldn't afford to redo that. Or they're like the scene where he's like, you know, got the shotgun in his pajamas. He's like. They have a plant mic somewhere, and he's, like, shouting in a warehouse. It, like, echoes. And you're like, you can't do this to us. But I also just remembered, I had forgotten, uh, fucking, the original is, like, a low-budget movie where they didn't have time or money to do more than a couple takes. Yeah. And then, like... Oh, right. We talked about this. That's why, like, it gets better as it goes along. Also, yeah, it's because like, you just figure out how to direct it. Yeah. And, like... It's still so much better Look at this. this. What happened yeah. here? Ugh. It's so, like, it's so clearly what it is, is just, like, a desperate attempt to, like, turn in your paper before it's due. Like, it's, it is. it's bad. It is. You're just like, oh, gotta 100%. get it in. Like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be ten pages. Like, just, oh, gotta, you know. shit. You're making you know. the periods bigger. Oh, yeah. It's, like, 1.001 <laughs> spacing. Like, yeah. it's yeah. just. Yeah, because, like I said, 
Doug Bradley trucked it through eight of these movies and some of these are disasters. I mean, some of these are really, really bad, you know, and he was, he was, I guess he wanted to have ownership of that character or just want, he was like, well, if they're going to use them, I want to do it. And this time he's just like, Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no, I don't want, I don't want any part of that. I already said what Clive Barker thought of this. Good move. You know, Doug <laughs> yeah. Good like move. just stay the far, far as way as possible. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <sighs> All of our listeners should definitely watch it, right? Oh yeah, highly recommend. I mean, I, w- I was saying this before we uh, we did this. I was like, say what you want about Rights of Spring, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you guys have the level of not give a shit that this movie has compared to like. Yeah, I probably there had, like, was effort in Rights of Spring. Things in Rights of Spring that were good. Yeah, like, there right? are things. AJ there Bowen's were, in it. There were th- yeah. there were there were things like like you said where they like took care to like not make it really grossly sexual or like there were effort where they're just like let's not make this the most unpleasant thing (laughs) oh 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 and And like and this movie's like hold my drink (laughs) right like this movie could have had consensual sex scenes like he does not have to be like raping these prostitutes before he kills them oh but he does yeah he has to take it to that level of sexual violence before they could have not had like a, a prolonged incest scene they could yeah. have just not done that. Right. You know? not, not really necessary. Why? Why? And I wrote this down that this movie has everything. It has rape and incest. And it's like, what movie feels like it's like this movie's 70 minutes long and it has both rape and incest. Somebody That's, call, get rain on the phone right now. <laughs> like, that is abysmal. It's probably the worst thing I've ever put into my eyeballs willingly. Like it's, it, 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 it's also upfront about how awful every character in this movie is going to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's very true. It's every character is the most unlikable thing. There was a couple unlikable characters in Rites of Spring. No, they're they're all <laughs> monsters in this movie, just yeah. to varying degrees. I think we've been they're... very candid on this like podcast about like what it means to have a movie that's bad but fun. Yeah. And I think we've yeah. always gone back to Crystal Sleeping Beauty and that we both had a lot of fun talking about it. Most this... of the movies I watch are bad but fun. Exactly. It's such you a know? fun genre. It's... This yeah. is just... It was so horrible to watch. It was like... Like we've said, these unnecessary scenes that are gross or uh, like abusive or just whatever, like they're just, it's so horrible. It is in no way fun. Imagine, imagine like watching this by yourself without anybody to talk to about it because it couldn't be like, I watched this, you know, by myself after having seen all the rest of it. I finished this and I was like, Oh, I, I need to like vent, but like yeah, no one, no one in the world has seen this. You movie. don't know anyone, yeah. And I'm not gonna make anyone that I like love or care about watch this. <laughs> but then you know what? Three months after you watched it, it came up on our roulette, and we had you on to yep. talk about so it. That's yep. the only good thing about this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah, having having someone else to vent to is like so important for this because it's just a just a tire fire of a it's movie. Awful. So any closing thoughts on Hellraiser Revelations? This episode is already longer than this movie is. So that's so <laughs> sad and true. Yeah, just it's it's one of those things that you when you experience you don't know how you're going to get through it and you get through it and you're like, "Wow, every okay or or like middle of the ground horror movie that I've seen that maybe didn't appreciate enough." It just feels so much better because you're just like effort. It goes a long way. <laughs> yeah. And when it's not there and when everything's unpleasant and everything's the worst, you're just like, 
I don't know. Yeah. Closing thoughts. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's painful and I feel bad. But I'm glad that we all got to talk about it together. And yeah, I think really this episode was a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm glad we... It's cathartic. You know, we experienced yeah. this. Exactly. You do it just in case something whack happens. Yeah. <laughs> something whack did happen. So next week. So next week we're not having a roulette uh, because we want to do something themed for the holidays. Yeah. So we're going to do a Christmas horror story, which I think is a new addition to Netflix. Yeah. It just was put on Netflix. And I think it came out last year, if I am correct about that. Wait, do you know anything about it? I know it's an anthology film. And it's about Another Christmas. One. Okay. So Christmas Horror Story is going to be the 20th. And then we are going to take a week break after that. Mm-hmm. And we'll, yeah. be back, we'll be back on the 3rd of January. Yeah. We're very excited to make more episodes for, for everybody. Yeah, continue in 2017. Hopefully it's a better year than 2016. That's all I'm hoping for. It's got to be. I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Low bar. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to thank James for coming on. Uh, yeah. This is really thanks awesome. for... Yeah, thanks for having me. It was super fun. Thank you for being our first guest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Very excited. Oh, this is the perfect movie uh, (laughs) to have someone come on and talk about. (laughs) Come back anytime. Yeah, I definitely will do that. If, uh, especially if certain movies come up or just movies I haven't seen, maybe sometime. If you guys like me, I'll come back. You are always welcome here, James. Yeah. All right. Thank you. So we'll see you next week. And as always, you can check us out on our website at NowScreaming.com. On Facebook at NowScreaming and on Twitter at NowScreamingPod. Be sure to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us what you think and it helps more people find us. Yes, it does. Please, please uh, leave a review for us or rate us. Uh, thanks as always to Jonas Slyko for our music and Anna Campbell for our logo. And thank you, Wes Craven, for being above movies like this. <laughs> just, just... Putting effort and thought into your movies means so much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very true. We miss you. Yeah, always. Always oh. shouts out to Wes. Yeah. All right. Until next week, everyone. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.